0: Welcome to The
1: School Podcast, a podcast about Christian schooling. We believe that Christian schools are a countercultural, revolutionary movement and a significant part of what God is doing in the world today.
0: Join us as we explore the Christian schooling movement, its origins, its purpose, and its future. Welcome back to The Schooled Podcast. This episode is part two of our conversation with Graeme Erwin founder and executive principal of St. Philip's Christian College in Newcastle, Australia.
2: Completely given to my relationship with God, yes, wholeheartedly, in, without a question and a doubt, that this is my life, this is my lot. I've thrown my complete lot in with Christ and um, He is everything.
1: Moving forward then, we're no longer a small little Christian school in, in the back of a suburb somewhere. It's quite a significant organization now, but also part of something beyond itself. St. Philip's is part of a movement, really, of Christian education in the country and around the world. Do you want to talk a little bit to that about the significance of what it means to be a part of the Christian schooling movement more broadly?
2: I think the Christian school movement is an answer, or part of the God's answer in um bringing about the evangelization of the world. You know, it's a great commission that we're pursuing here, and and Christian schooling is part of that. So we're not the church, but we're an aspect of the church um, that can do something uh, that uh, maybe the church can't do. We can reach out, um, especially schools like ours, with an open enrollment policy, Mm. where there are a lot of people um, who wouldn't uh, grace a church or or send their children to Sunday school? But they will come to a Christian school and pay fees.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. It it's, is. It's a miracle. It,
2: it is a miracle. <laughs> Modern day miracle. It is. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. So so looking then at the the movement of Christian schools and and where we are today, and we're in a unique time in history. Mm. If you look politically, mm. socially, mm. Um, mm. Uh, what's what's happening in the church? Uh, what do you see as the biggest challenges facing christian schools at the moment to become really passionate again
2: yeah wow yeah become passionate again about what we do there is a greater level of professionalism uh you know if we could take a snapshot of me on the first day in 82 to what we do now (laughs) there's a huge difference in professionalism yeah uh, we were doing things on the smell of an oily rag, with um, you know little training and preparation, but we had a passion and a vision. Uh, so what we've got now is a lot of professionalism, a lot of understanding how to do education well. We've got high quality education going on in in schools. And particularly Christian schools, what we need now is really passion for the movement of Christian education. What what is it all about, and and why do we do it? Because we're in danger of drifting away from our mission. You know, our mission as, as a lot of the sandstone schools in in you know independent, uh, very rich schools have done, and universities as well. They were started for the purposes of serving Christ, but have moved right away from it. So Christian schools could do the same. Yeah, and so we've got to make sure the the next generation leading our Christian schools are passionate about the cause. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's really good. It reminds me of in Revelation when Mm -hmm. the message to one of the churches is that um, I hold this against you that you've Mm. um, Mm. forsaken your first love. Yes, that's it. And and that what you're saying there reminds me of that. Yes, we need to keep that first love and that calling. Mm. Um, mm. right at the forefront mm. and inevitably success will uh, success and blessing follows um, yes. when, when god's anointing mm. is on something mm-hmm. but then success and blessing can corrupt yes. um so easily if yes. we don't hold the course yes so uh that's why i um, mean that that's why it's so important i i believe as we bring our young teachers through and we're bringing people mm. into our schools and our organizations mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um they get a not just an understanding of the mission and vision but they become carriers of the mission mm. and vision and mm. so that's mm. I mean that's part of what we're trying mm. to trying to do with this podcast as well as to to be talking about these things and um, get, uh, get oh, that's fantastic
2: I love what you're doing we need to get this message out mm. and this is a great medium for doing that
1: Yeah. So, I mean
0: from your perspective I mean if schools are becoming increasingly academic and and well regarded in, in in our you know local area what do you see as the main things that I guess staff or schools need to do to ensure that we stay on mission, not to lose that? Is there Are there any key things that you sort of think this actually is what we have to do to be able to not drift away from, from what we were first called to do?
2: Yes, um, definitely. We have to uh, get, get a real understanding of the philosophy of Christian education. We have to understand what we're doing and we have to explore that deeply. We have to... Uh, think about what happens in the classroom and how we lead uh, young people, children and young people through to having their lives transformed mm-hmm. and what that means. and how do we do how do we do that? Um, that we're not just about an academic program. Uh, we're a community we're not an institution that runs courses, we're a community that teaches Life mm-hmm. and um, in the Christian context, it's life in all its fullness. So we need to um, have programs whereby and and relationships with our uh, children and young people, whereby we can transmit that understanding, and they are in a place to make decisions mm. for 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 christ appropriately at the age of development so um their lives can be transformed completely because education is not enough you know we the, in the western world we yeah. say you know all we need to do is uh you know provide really good education programs but you can you can just educate people um until they become uh really good at doing the wrong things you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what, yeah. what, you, what we need is um, a transformation of lives mm, yeah. so so it's more than just education and when when and and the, the only transforming agent that I know um, is Jesus and when he's in the mix everything changes you know the atmosphere of people's lives change the atmosphere of schools change the atmosphere you know, relationships change. Every, everything changes when people are connected with him. So Christian schools have got to be about connecting children and young people to the truth. And Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. He's all of that. That's great.
1: Yeah, that's so good. That's so yeah. good. And it's inspiring. So mm-hmm. so then switching gears on that a little bit then, mm-hmm. so there's the challenge mm-hmm. that we that we have is to stay true. Yes. And to not just stay true, but to stay strong and stay passionate yes. and, mm-hmm. um, and keep that forward momentum. Mm-hmm. What do you see as the opportunities then we have uh, now? Are there opportunities that we have now as a movement of Christian schools that perhaps mm. weren't around as much mm. 37 years ago, but that we have in front of us today?
2: Yeah, look, I was giving a seminar recently and um, it was about starting new Christian schools. So I put up a picture of an athlete um, who was on the track in his full athletic gear, ready to run a race. He had the baton in his hand, but he was kneeling in prayer. Beautiful mm. yeah. A picture. Yeah, uh, He was kneeling in prayer. So here's, here's a man who's prepared. Uh, he's prepared himself. He's ready for the race. He's obviously... Wanting to do very well in this race, he's there at the the the, the start line, and he has decided to kneel and pray, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We're yeah. got there, There's a big race ahead of us. I, I think there's another iteration of Christian schoolings. There's another season uh, for Christian schools. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. we're not coming to uh, a collapse mm. of the Christian school movement. We we're, we're just at the the onset of another season where we can take up an opportunity or we cannot. So where are the people who are going to take up this opportunity? Mm. But the way to take up the opportunity is to, yes, to be really well prepared, but to be humble before God as to what you're about to do and really give it to him completely before you do it. Because what that runner wants is to be able to... Um, sail around that track faster than anyone else, and and win the race. You know that's what he's there for. Yeah. That's why that's why you you go in a in a, in a in a in a in a running race. Yep. So you know. So he wants momentum. And for this next wave of the Christian school movement, we need momentum. So we need people who will humble themselves before God and really pray into this next season, this next move of God, Um, because I think it's going to be a big one. I don't don't think it's a matter of just Christian schools petering out and, well, society doesn't stand for that anymore, so we don't have them. Uh, I reckon there's a huge need uh, because every generation – Uh, has the opportunity to to make a decision for Christ. And and there's a new generation coming, so that's a new opportunity. There's a new generation after that. There's another opportunity. So where are the people who are going to prepare themselves well and to be able to run this race and then give it all to the Lord and let him carry them, his momentum? He he brings growth and he brings momentum. We don't do that ourselves. He does that. And that's what we want for this next move.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. That's that's.
0: I think that's fantastic. It's a. It's an incredible vision and an incredible opportunity. Mm. Uh, I think particularly for for us as as younger leaders, but for uh, anyone who who is listening and for younger teachers, it's such a uh, incredible call that we're not just teaching in big established schools that have no room for you know they're sort of they're just capped. But mm. there is incredible growth ahead, and there's amazing opportunities, mm. and uh, and I love that.
2: Well, if William Wilberforce with a, a few of the people around him at that time can change the whole culture of a mm. nation, you know why can't? There's there's thousands of Christian school teachers across yeah. this country. We we can change this nation. We can turn it around completely.
1: That's 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 amazing. Wow. You know, we you know we we all will spend our life on something Ooh. it's it's Ooh. like we've we've got this this finite resource mm. of our life mm. and our energy and uh we want to do we want to do something I I think a generation of um, millennial teachers are coming through Mm. who more than ever want to do something with Mm. their life that matters Mm. and that um, has an impact Mm -hmm. and we've talked about this before even um, the rise of conscience consumerism there's this heartache in a in a generation to say I want to make a difference Mm, um, there's something wrong with the planet Uh, Mm -hmm. and I want to be a part of the solution Mm -hmm. and we believe that uh, that Christian schooling is a huge part, a significant part of what God is doing in this yes. generation. Mm. Amen. So um, I know Amen. you didn't want to preach, Graham, but yes. if you had a 25 year old new service teacher in front of you who said, Why should I pursue this? Is this a career worth pursuing? What would you say to them?
2: Oh, simply, do you want to do something of eternal significance? And uh, Christian school teaching is of eternal significance. We can change lives. You can go into another system and be restricted if you want to um, in Christian schools at the moment, and we would only exist if we can do this, by the way. Yeah, um, Yeah, yeah, that's right. You you know, uh, we're not doing this if we're so restricted we can't talk about the name of Jesus in classrooms. We're going to continue doing that. That's the hill we'll die on um, because it's the truth. And we will keep proclaiming the truth. And uh, if they want to get involved in something that's exciting, that changes lives, that will change them forever, this is it. You know, Christian schooling, I think, is the greatest (laughs) profession on the planet. I'm sure there are other really
1: nice jobs, but um, I really (laughs) like this one. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. I think so. For something with purpose yeah. and meaning yeah. and eternal significance attached, um, yeah. I agree. I, I think yeah. there's no greater place or yeah. at least no greater opportunity Amen. than to be in the Amen. in the room with young people and children every single day. Oh, and um, having an influence. You know, and yeah. having an influence. For, so. for Jesus, yeah. Outstanding. Hmm. Well, thanks, Graham. Pleasure. It's absolutely um, inspiring mm-hmm. and, and amazing to have you uh, here. And uh, we'll have to do it again. Mm. And um, there's a lot more to talk about. But uh, that has... Uh, has been absolutely fantastic today. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for being with us. Pleasure. Thank you. Always good to chat to you. Great. And uh, thanks for listening today. I hope this has blessed you and we'll see you soon. We're still a very new podcast. So if you've been enjoying these episodes, it would mean the world to us if you would take a minute to rate, like and share an episode with a friend or maybe your whole school network. This will help get the word out about this important conversation. See you next time.